Well, good morning. Welcome to uh, Victory Way Baptist Church this morning. Good to see everybody out this morning. How many of you are glad to be in the Lord's house this morning? Come expecting something and and uh, uh, do we have any first time visitors before we get started this morning? Anybody here for the first time? Uh, if you are, if if we missed you, you can slip your hand up. Our ushers will get you a little guest card if you don't mind filling that out for us. It'll kind of record your visit with us. Uh, but it's good to have you, and I hope uh, that everybody has come uh, expecting to give something, but also expecting to get something. Because whatever our attitude is when we come in, that's kind of what's going to set it up for, for the rest of the service. So let's just honor and glorify uh, the Lord this morning and just uh, exhort each other. Uh, iron sharpens iron. read that yesterday in, in, in Proverbs 27, and, and that's why we're here. So let's get started this morning with prayer, and then we'll get right into our service. Dear God, just thank you for, for this day, Lord. Thank you for your many blessings. and Lord, I just pray that we wouldn't take for granted the fact that we got to get up this morning and, and get out of the bed and, and, and have transportation to come and, and worship and honor you. And uh, Lord, to just be challenged by your word, Lord. I pray that we would uh, allow God's word to allow your word to penetrate our heart and, and not, not only just gain knowledge, but do something about it. And change where we need to change, Lord. Just, uh, I pray for our speaker this morning. I pray that you just fill him up, God. Just uh, Brother Golf, I pray that you would just uh, bless him and and that we would do everything for your honor and glory as we get into the singing this morning, Lord. I pray that we would just uh, allow you uh, to to penetrate our hearts and we would just free ourselves up uh, based on the freedom we have in you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. If you don't mind, if you'll. Go ahead and stand with us this morning. Uh, we'll get right into our singing. And I don't know about you, but during this time of uh, unrest and pandemic and all kinds of stuff, everybody's got something going on in their life. You know what we need to do? We need to get back to the cross and back to the blood and back to the empty tomb and back to He's sitting at the right hand of the Father. Uh, we, we have something to be excited about. Now let's sing about the blood of Jesus. Just 
question this morning. Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? Not are we a member of a church, not are we not do we belong to a denomination, but have we truly been washed by the blood of the Lamb? And if we have, we can, we can stand on these promises that we're getting ready to sing about. The Bible says, if we confess our mouth, Jesus is Lord, believe in our heart, God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So let's stand on those promises, standing on the promises. sing our special this morning. Good to have have everybody.
for that in. How many of you are glad to know he did everything? We didn't have to do anything. Thank God for his uh, marvelous grace. So as we, we're going to go to our, our prayer time this morning and, and we're going to pray that God would reveal himself to us personally today. You know, a lot of times we, we look for God to do something in somebody else's life, but you know where he needs to do it the most is right here in my life. So let's just... Uh, draw a circle, put ourselves right in the middle of it and, and, and ask God's Word to challenge us and, where, and change where we need to be changed uh, as we go to the Lord in prayer this morning. God, we come to you again this morning, God. Lord, we just... Uh, Lord, sometimes we don't like exactly what we see and we thank you for that. Thank you for your Word, how it, uh, it challenges, it corrects us and guides us and instructs us, God. And As we go through the message this morning, Lord, I pray that we would just see what it has for ourselves personally. With everything going on around us, Lord, I pray that you would just change us, change me, change me personally. Show me where I need to change. Encourage me where I need to be encouraged. and Convict me where... I need to be convicted. As your word says, search me, O Lord, and try me and see if there's any wicked way in me, God. Just uh, pray for the rest of the service. Pray for Brother Goff and 
I pray that you just fill him up, God, and give him exactly what I need today from you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you'll stand one more time, we'll have a we'll have our worship for song cornerstone. And then after that we'll introduce Brother Golf and have him come preach to us. Golf to come preach for us this morning. I'll let him introduce his family, his wife, and 
and his son, and I asked him there before Sunday school, I don't know him all that well, what kind of lies he would he would like for me to tell about him. He said, don't set the bar too high. So we don't have much time, so I'll just go ahead and turn it over to him. Bradley Goff, I'll allow you to preach to us this morning. Green means go, Brother Mike told me. So we're green. Church, I thank you for the opportunity to be here today. I was with you uh, maybe a couple years ago on a Wednesday night. I'm used to being down back in the back, and so, but uh, we'll get used to this real quick. And but uh, I just want to thank you for uh, allowing me to come, allowing my family to come. That's my wife of almost eight years, Kayla, and then our son Josiah. He'll be three in October, and uh, he is the spice of life. Uh, if you spoke to my wife. Um, before he came, she would say, uh, you know, we're, we're kind of boring. We don't do much. We, we just stick to ourselves." Then Josiah came and he, you know, kind of broke down those walls. And so we just, uh, have a lot going on now with him and very energetic. And so, but the service has been wonderful so far. I love the song, the, the special song that was sung. I'll do anything. Well, here's the question. Will you? Will you? If we'll do anything, we'll have no problem following God. If we'll do anything, when He calls, we'll go. If you'll do anything, you'll be the witness in this community like you're supposed to be. So today, that's a weighty question. Wonderful song. I love it. I listen to it uh, in the car sometimes, riding down the road. I love that song. But answer that question truthfully today. Will you do anything? If God calls you today, will you will you go? Beautiful song. And so today, don't turn me off when I tell you where we're going in the Scripture, okay? Because it's a very familiar passage of Scripture. Uh, turn with me, if you will, to the book of Psalms, chapter number 23. Psalms, chapter number 23. Some of you say, man, I've heard this preach forever and ever and ever. And uh, But the, the brother that was up here, and he said, uh, I want something personal today from the Lord. And I was praying for your church, and I was praying for Brother Mike, and I was praying just for our country, for 2020. How many of you in 2020 have had a good year? Not too many, right? So I was praying last night, and I said, Lord, 2020 seems just like 365 days of a valley. Just like 365 days of... When are we going to see the light? When are we going to get to the other end? When are we going to get back to normal? When are we going to find ourselves doing what we what we know is right and know what is going on? And so 2020 has been rough. We've had funerals. We've had different things come about. We've had uh, tragedies come our way. We've had different things. And, and 2020 just seems like a huge valley. And so today, I just want to preach just a a simple message. How to find peace in our valley. How to find peace in our valley. And so as we look at Psalms 23, let's read the text this morning. Psalms chapter number 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. 
He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For Thou art with me, Thy rod and Thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Let's pray this morning and ask God to help us. Father, we love You. And we're so humbled to be here standing behind Your pulpit. God, standing in front of Your people. Lord, we ask You to help us today. God, touch our mouth, touch our mind, uh, touch our hearts, God. Touch our ears that we may receive what You would have for us. Not only the people in the congregation, but God, me as Your as your preacher. God, I ask You to speak to me, God. Give me exactly what you would have to give to your people today. Lord, I ask you to empty me of myself. God, for in me there is no good thing. And Father, I ask you to fill me with your Spirit. Lord, help me preach your message today. Help me help your people. And Father, I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. As we look back at Psalm 23, I found no particular time frame that anybody could pinpoint the, the, the writing of this psalm. It could have been early in David's ministry. It could have been when he was sitting there under the tree in his sunset years fixing to go off the scene. He was looking back and he was saying, The Lord is my shepherd. He could have been saying this rejoicefully. But I want to look at the first three words, The Lord is. The Lord is. This morning I'm glad to know that I have a God that is. A God that is salvation. A God that is a, the Comforter. I'm glad that my God is the one that can heal the blinded eyes. That can raise the lame. That can raise the dead. That can uh, 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 just go to the end of the earth. And nothing is bigger than He is. I'm glad I have a God that is. The Lord is today is what David was saying. The Lord is... And then he says, my shepherd. When we look at those two words, my shepherd, I want to say today that David personally knew the Lord. He personally knew the Lord. And when you look at the word shepherd, it means to be a, to, to be a ruler or teacher. So David was saying, hey, he's my ruler. He's my teacher. He's my guide. He's the one that I'm going to place my life down to and he's going to lead my steps. In the book of Psalms, it says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. So if we're okay with laying our life down in front of God and saying, you are my shepherd. I'm going where you tell me to go. I'm going to go in this year of 2020, this year of multiple valleys, one right after another. I'm going to go and I'm going to do what you tell me to do and nothing else. If we can get to the place where we find this personal shepherd in our life, will have peace in the valley. This personal shepherd that, that, that David is talking about here, if you'll flip with me to the book of John, the book of John chapter number 10, the book of John chapter number 10, and verse 11, we'll see Christ speaking of Himself. John chapter 10, verse 11, it says this, I am the good shepherd, the good shepherd giveth his life for his sheep. But he that is a hireling and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming and leaveth 
the sheep and fleeth, and the wolf catcheth them and scatters the sheep. The hireling fleeth because he is a hireling and careth not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep and am known of mine. I love today that we have a shepherd that will be there for us through the valley. I'm glad to know tonight, I'm glad to know this morning that I have a shepherd that is my personal shepherd. And it's not just I can say, well, the world has a shepherd. It's not that I can say that the Christian has a shepherd. No, I can say I have a shepherd. David said, the Lord is my shepherd. And I'm so glad that we can say that we have a shepherd this morning. If the Lord is our shepherd, that means we're His sheep. And what do you know about sheep is that they're skittish. They're foolish animals. They'll run off and they'll get lost one time. They'll run off and they'll get lost again. They'll run off the edge of a cliff and get caught there. They're foolish animals. And they do the same thing over and over again. Can I ask you a question today? Who's that sound like? I know it sounds like me. I guarantee you. I'm about as dumb as they come, okay? I do the same thing over and over again. I'm a creature of habit. And I do the same thing over and over and over again. But with this personal Savior, with this personal shepherd that we have, every time we do wrong, every time we, we in the valley, we may turn the wrong way. We may not look to God at the certain time that we should have. We have this personal shepherd that He comes and finds us. How many of you was looking for Him the night that you found Him? I don't believe that was the case. I believe He's looking for you. I, I love tonight, that we, uh, this morning, that we have a personal shepherd. We have, we have not this right to be His sheep, but be for the price that He paid. We, we don't have this right in and of ourselves. Just because we're a sheep, just because we're a human, we don't have the right to be called His sheep unless we've accepted Him and the price that He paid on Calvary. 1 Corinthians uh, chapter number 6, 1 Corinthians chapter number 6 and 19 and 20, chapter 6, 19 and 20 reads as follows, What? Know ye not that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. We're not our own, we've been bought with a price. We've been bought with a spotless lamb upon Calvary's tree. His blood was shed that our sin debt is paid. And this morning I'm so thankful that I can know a personal shepherd. I'm so thankful that the personal shepherd knows me. I'm so thankful that His blood was paid and, and put there as an atonement for my sins. This personal shepherd this morning. No man took his life, he laid it down. And as you've seen there in John chapter number 10, he said, when I am a good shepherd, when he said, I am the good shepherd, he said, the good shepherd laid down his life for his sheep. I'm glad to know that we have a personal shepherd tonight. He paid our debt and he made our way. I'm so thankful. The fact that an infinite God, a fact that an almighty God would look down on a speck of dirt and say, it's not good enough that I just made you. It's not good enough that I just loved you. But I'm going to send my son 
I'm going to send your personal shepherd. He's going to pay your sin debt. He's going to make a way that you may go free. An infinite God looked down to a finite human being and He gives you this opportunity to have peace in your valley by knowing the personal shepherd here in Psalm chapter number 23. To find peace in our valley, we must first know this personal shepherd. We must first know this personal shepherd. As we look uh, back in the book of Psalms in chapter number 23, we see in verse number 2, it says, He maketh me. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. This, this morning, not only do we find in, in the book, in, in, in Psalms 23, a personal shepherd, we see a providing shepherd. We see a providing shepherd. He maketh me. The best thing about the good shepherd, the best thing about our personal shepherd is he does the work. If we're in tune with him, if we're following him like we're supposed to, he's going to lead us and our path is going to be straight. Our paths are going to be in His footsteps. And there's nothing in His way that can harm us. There's nothing in His way. If we're following Him and our eyes are set on Him, then we're good this morning. But if our eyes are somewhere else, if our eyes are on the world, if our eyes are on the news, Dr. Fauci, I don't believe our eyes need to be on Dr. Fauci, okay? If our eyes are on Fox News or CBN or whatever you watch, if your eyes are on this world, they're on the wrong place. We have a shepherd not only that's personal to us, but He wants to provide for us. And in the valley that we come to all so often in our walk of life, He wants to provide us some things. Look here at what the psalmist said. He said, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. When I think of green pastures, I, as I rode up the road this morning, it was foggy down in Tobaccoville. It was foggy at the base of the mountain. But as I began to climb up, and I began to climb up through Mount Airy, and then through Cana, and then through uh, 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 Hillsville, the fog started to fade. And then I began to see God's creation. I began to see the green pastures. I began to see the rolling hills. I began to see the sunshine. And what a beautiful sight. The same God that done that is the same God that wants to provide you something in your valley. I want you to know today that when He maketh you to lie down in green pastures, there's nothing worse than a barren field. Would any of you agree? You can't stick a head of cattle in a barren field. You just can't unless you're going to feed them hay all the time. But then that will be costly. So if you have a green pasture, that's where you're going to stick your head of cattle, right? Well, the Lord leads us to this green pasture. You know why? Because it's, 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 it's flush. It's plush. It's, there's a lot of nutrients there in that green pasture. Not only is it good for eating and, and nourishment of your body and of your soul, it's a place of rest. He's going to take you and He's going to provide for you in your valley a place of rest. Now, as I was reading Spurgeon likens these green pastures. Listen at what Spurgeon says about these green pastures. He compares these green pastures as the Word of God. Our Bible today is inerrant, infallible, inspired. It is the Word of God. 
And if we and if we live by it, then what does the Bible do for us? It nourishes us. It fertilizes us. It causes us to grow, and it causes us to. It, it, it's it's our way. In the book of Psalms, it says the the Bible is is uh, your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I want to hide your words in my heart that I might not sin against you. So think about this: your personal shepherd has given you green pasture. He's given you green pastures with the very Word of God that He left for us. You say, now that don't make a hill of being. Yes, it does. Think about it. We say the, the answer to every life problem is in the, in the Bible, correct? Well, wouldn't that be a green pasture that you wanted to eat out of? If I had a problem and the doctors didn't know what to fix, the world didn't know what to fix, but God the whole time saying, hey, go eat of my green pasture and you'll find rest for your soul. Today, I love the fact that we have this providing shepherd. Not only do I see that uh, the, the green pastures there in this verse, he, he said, He leadeth me beside the still waters. Now, now, let me ask you this question. Why would He lead you beside a still water? Because we're sheep, right? He likens us to sheep. We're skittish. I told you, we don't like fast movements. We don't like uh, loud noises. We don't like to be driven. We like to be led. But He leads us beside the still waters. He leads us beside the still waters. And, and, and as sheep, and, and as we know, we don't like uh, 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 loud noises and things like that. In our lives, at the moment of salvation, He has given this, this still, small voice in our body. And that still small voice is the Holy Spirit that leads and He guides us and He directs us in our life and He helps us grow and He reminds us of things that we should do and what we shouldn't do. And so also Spurgeon likens these uh, still waters to the Holy Spirit today. It cleanses. It refreshes. It says in, in, over there in the book of Romans chapter number 12, it says, and be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. The only way that will ever be transformed by the renewing of your mind is by the Holy Spirit. This providing shepherd not only gave us green pastures, He not only gave us His Word, but He gave us His Spirit. That at any time we could take a drink of the still waters and be refreshed. I'm so thankful for this personal uh, shepherd, I'm so thankful for this providing shepherd. Only by the still waters of the Holy Spirit can we be renewed, can we be refreshed, and can we be revived. Only by the Holy Spirit. And so if you will, turn with me to the book of Titus. To the book of Titus. Book of Titus 3, 5, it reads as this, Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy He saved us by the washing of the regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. The still waters today that we pass by, that our shepherd leads us by, is nothing more than His Spirit. It's nothing more than the washing and the renewing of the Spirit. And this morning, we're saved by that, according to Titus 3.5. I also see not only 
that we have, not only do we have a provide a personal shepherd and a providing shepherd, but we have a persistent shepherd. Today, let's look at verse number three. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. As we look at these verbs in this verse, as we look at these uh, uh, action words, so to speak, uh, He says, he's re He restoreth. He restoreth. He leadeth. Back in verse 2, He maketh. And then He leadeth. When we look at these words, they're all words of action. But at the end of those words, that ETH is in a continual form. That means He's never going to stop. That means He's never going to stop leading. That means He's never going to stop making. That means He's never going to stop restoring. There's peace in knowing today that we have a persistent shepherd that's always going to be there for us. We have a persistent... Let's look at the word persistence. It's continuing firmly in the course of action in spite of difficulty or opposition. In spite of difficulty or opposition. Let me ask you this morning, who's God's biggest opposition? Some of you would say the devil. But I believe in my life, God's biggest opposition is a man in the mirror. Is the man in the mirror. You say, why in the world is that? Because our flesh is weak. Our flesh is weak. We want our own way. We want to do our own thing as stubborn old sheep. We, we get lost over and over and over again. We, we, we keep running off from the protection of the Savior. So I believe today our biggest, the biggest opposition that God faces is us. He has to break us down over a period of time that we become, that we get to the point that we're surrendered to His will. That we're surrendered to follow Him. I'm so glad that there's still 1 John 1.9 in the Bible. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. This morning, I'm so glad I have a persistent Savior. Because it wasn't the first time that He offered salvation that I accepted. It wasn't the second time that He offered salvation that I accepted. It was on down the line. This morning, how many of you was it for you that it took multiple chances for you to get saved? Multiple uh, listenings, multiple times under the Gospel before you accepted the Savior. Are you not glad that God is a persistent shepherd? He's persistent this morning. I'm glad we have this persistent shepherd. I want to look at, uh, he, may, he leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for His name's sake. Uh, uh, for His name's sake. As shepherds, I mean as sheep, the Christian is not obedient, but it is neglectful. Christ says go this way. No, we're going this way. Christ said do this. No, we're going to do this. Witness to that person. No, sir, I can't do that. He gives us all these opportunities to serve Him, to follow Him. And what do we do? We turn the other way. We turn the other way. We turn the other way. What are we trying to do? We're trying to find peace in our valley. How do we do that? Well, first we have to know the we have to know the personal shepherd. Then we have to we have to we have to lean on the providing shepherd, and then we have to meet the persistent shepherd. And so we're neglectful. 
We put our sniff necks up at Him and say, not your way, but mine. We're not like Christ was in the garden. Not your, not your will, not, not my will, but thine be done. We need to get to that place. Not my will be done, but yours. Talking to God. And so He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for His namesake. To find peace in our valley, we have to see that He is. David said in the very first verse, if you take out my shepherd, it says, the Lord is, I shall not want. The Lord is, I shall not want. What does that mean? He said, the Lord is anything that I need. No matter what you're looking for this morning. No matter what you're trying to find this morning. If you're trying to find a way out, if you're trying to find a way in, if you're trying to find peace in a bottle or in a smoke, or if you're trying to find peace in a, a, a doctor, if you're trying to find peace in all these things, it's not there. My friend, let me tell you, you're not going to find that today at those places. There's only one place that we're going to find peace, and that's the shepherd that David's talking about here in Psalm chapter number 23. Not only do we have a persistent shepherd, we have a present shepherd. Look at verse number 4. It says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because thou art with me. I'm so glad that as we walk these valleys, as we walk these valleys that, that come all the time in our life, we have a God that says, you don't have to walk that alone, my son. You don't have to walk that alone, my child. I'm going to go right there with you. I'm going to go right there with you. And even better than that, He's not going to be walking beside you. He's going to walk, be walking before you. He leadeth me. This shepherd that we see in Psalm 23 is none other than the person of Jesus Christ. I want you to see Him today. I want you to see Him. I don't want you to see me. I don't want you to hear me. I want you to see Him. I want you to look at these words that the psalmist uh, penned down um, umpteen years ago. And I want you to see the very Christ of heaven. The One that left the glories of it all. To come down to this earth to die in mine in your place. To give it all up that we might go free. And all He's asking us to be in return is just be in His fold. Just be His sheep. Today I'm so thankful for a present shepherd that as I walk through the darkest times in my life, as I walk beside the deathbed, as I walk beside those that are hurting, as I walk through this world right now, we've got an election coming up, uh, everybody's torn between that. Everybody's still torn on, on, on the pandemic and COVID-19. As we walk and we bump into the people, not really bump in, we've got to stay six feet apart, right? But as we go through in our life and we see people, I just want to show them Jesus Christ. I just want to show them the shepherd that can give them peace in their valley. We can't have peace without Christ. We can't have peace without this shepherd. 2020, in my opinion, has been the biggest valley of my life. I, I've never seen anything like it. I was born in 91, so I, I've seen the World Trade Centers. I've seen uh, swine flu and, and bird flu and all these 
uh, media hoaxes that get, try to get the people uh, fired up. You know, 2000, the world's going to come to an end. 2012, the world's coming to the end. They wasn't none of them like this right here. This is, this is real. There's people died from it. This is not something to make fun of. This has been a valley that God has appointed for us to walk through. And today, you're not going to have any peace in this valley or any peace in the pandemic unless you're with this personal shepherd today. He told Joshua, He told Joshua, God told Joshua, when Moses went off the scene, He said, Even as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I'm glad that God's not a respecter of person and the same God that told Joshua that He would be with him is the same God that told me that He would be with me. He also says He would never leave us nor forsake us. He's an ever-present shepherd even as we run off. Even as we try to go our own way. Guess what? The eyes of the shepherd is still watching us. I'm so thankful today for this shepherd. I'm so thankful today for this psalm that David pinned down and said, and, and we can draw from, and we can find the peace in our valley. Matthew, uh, Matthew 28.20 says this, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. We have promise upon promise upon promise from the shepherd. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be in front of you. I'm going to be there. All you have to do is continue to follow me. Hey, as this world gets crazier and crazier and crazier, you have all the rights, all the protesting, and I believe every bit of that is against God, just so you all know, okay? But here's the thing. All this going on, we cannot have any peace outside of this shepherd. I want you all to, if there's one thing that you get today, if there's one thing that you get out of this message, it's that there's peace in the shepherd. There's peace in Jesus Christ. There's not peace in any other. Just as brother said earlier, he said, hey, uh, Jesus Christ said, uh, peace I give unto you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, but give I unto you. He's going to give peace that passes all understanding. He's going to give us the peace that we need to get through our valley. And nothing else. Nothing more, nothing less. He's going to give us exactly what we need. Not only do I see the present shepherd, I see the protecting shepherd in verse 4b. Look at this. For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. As I look there, I see the rod. It's a staff. It's an offshoot. It's a club of some sort. But it's mostly a shepherd's implement. It's a shepherd's tool. This here is for potential dangers. It may be for those rocky ledges that the shepherd comes alongside the sheep and he says, hey, don't get too close. Hey, don't get too close. He uses his rod and he keeps them straight. He herds them up a little bit because he don't want them to fall. Have you ever been by the rocky ledge and the Lord just said, hey, not, not too close. It gets slick out there on the edge. Come back just a little bit. That's what the club's for. And then, and I mean, that's what the rod's for. And then we see the staff. Look, guess what the staff means? It's, it means the support of every kind. The support of every kind. Guess what? There's even support and correction. Did you know that? 
the hey, the Lord said, I, I the ones I love, I'm a chasing. There's even there's even support and correction. No, no matter what it is that David is going through here in this psalm, no matter if he's being corrected by the Lord, if he's being led by the Lord, if he's just being comforted by the Lord, he said, Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Hey, he said, All of it's good because I, I'm peaceful when I'm with you. I'm at peace when I'm with you. And then we see not only uh, the protecting shepherd, also, then uh, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemy. Even when the enemy is knocking at the door, even when the enemy is there face to face, and an attack is intimate. When Jehovah prepares a table, there is peace by his presence. There's peace in His presence tonight, to this morning. I want to also look at the promising shepherd. The promising shepherd here, and in, in, in verses 5 and 6, it says, Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. We have a promising shepherd. How does David know that goodness and mercy is going to follow him all the days of his life. Did he just guess that? No. He's been in contact with a personal shepherd before. He's been in contact with a providing shepherd before. He's been in contact with the persistent and the present and the protecting shepherd. And he's promised him a few things. He said, David, if you follow me, if you get right behind me and, 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 and go along with, with what I tell you to do, and you follow my leading, surely goodness and mercy is going to follow you all the days of your life. There's times that even David wandered. And there's times that goodness and mercy didn't uh, always come at his door and the, and the different things that he had to face. But we have a promising shepherd. Thou anointest my head. The promise of the shepherd is He has anointed us with, with the Holy Spirit of God and is the one that promised and His Word, He said He cannot lie. If we have this Holy Spirit of promise within us, hey, He said He's anointing our head with oil. He's anointing our head with oil. Guess what? And He said, my cup runneth over. The psalmist didn't just have what he needed. He had an abundance. He had an abundance. He said, my cup runneth over. He said, I, the Lord has just been too good to me. He has an overabundance from Jehovah, the goodness and mercy. Uh, look at look at me. Look look with me. Psalms one forty five. Psalms one forty five. We're talking about the promising shepherd. Psalms one forty five. One forty five nine. The Lord is good to all. And His tender mercies are over all His works. Psalms 100 and verse 5. Psalms 100 and verse 5. Psalm 100 and verse 5 reads as follows. He says, For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. And His truth endureth to all generations. Aren't you glad that we have this promise? Aren't you glad your children have this promise? 
Aren't you glad that your grandchildren will have this promise? Aren't you glad that the generations on and on and on after you, you have this promising shepherd and you have the promise of His Word? Lamentations 3 said His mercies are new every morning. It's by His mercies we're not consumed. The tender mercies of this promising shepherd will be with us all the days of our life. David knew of his goodness and his mercy from his past victories. When he rent the lion, when he defeated the bear, when he went up against uh, Goliath, different things in his life. Uh, if David penned Psalm 23 at the tail end of his life, he, he was looking back on him past victories and he knew of the goodness and mercy of the Lord. We've seen these six uh, different uh, characteristics of the shepherd in Psalm 23. But there's one that I love. There's the, the, the last one I love. And it's uh, the perpetual shepherd. In verse number 6 at the, at the end, And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I'm glad that I will dwell in His house. In His presence. It's not by my, uh, not by my righteousness because all that is as filthy rags. It's not by my works because there's nothing in me good. There's nothing in you good. The Bible says there's none good, no, not one. That we cannot do anything to merit the entrance into heaven. But it's by the perpetual shepherd. The one that never changes. He said, I am God, I change not. Perpetual, the word there means never changing. I'm so thankful that we have this shepherd today. There is peace in our valley when we have this perpetual shepherd that changes not. There's peace there because we know that when, whenever the times change, whenever the situation changes, we have a constant in our life and that's Jesus Christ. He's never going to change. Hey, Paul asked him over there in the New Testament, he said, Lord, uh, uh, this thorn in my flesh, Lord, will you take it away from me? No, Paul, I'm not going to take it away from you but I'm going to give you the grace to get through it. We may want out of the valley that we're in. We may want a way of escape out of the valley that we're in. But God does not always promise us a way out, but He promises grace enough to get through. Today, as we look at this Psalm 23, I want you to see today that there is hope in the valley. You can have hope, but there's only hope in one person. And that's Jesus Christ. Today, if you're lost, you can't have this hope. I'm sorry to report. But if you're still here and you're still hearing me, there's still time. God's giving you another opportunity. The brother said, if you'll confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that He is, and God has raised Him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. There's still time. Today is the day of salvation. If you don't know the personal shepherd today, won't you come today and get things right with Him? And then the next time, or as we continue through this valley of the year 2020, you can find peace in Him. If I could have the piano player uh, play softly with all heads bowed and eyes closed um, today. Do you know? Do you know the personal shepherd?
Do you know this shepherd that is a providing shepherd? Have you ever had any dealings with this shepherd? Is there one in here that may say, I've never known this shepherd. I've never accepted Christ as my Savior. I I don't have peace in my valley. Is there one in here today that would, by a show of uplifted hand, uh, say that I, I don't know the shepherd this morning? Is there one in here? Well, that's great by the testimony of the church. All in here know the shepherd. But is all in here at peace today? Is all in here at peace? If not, come to the altar. Come to the altar today and find peace in the personal shepherd. Find peace in Jesus Christ. Rest in Him and Him alone and you'll find peace in your valley. If we'll all stand today across the building, I'm going to pray, I'm going to open the altar. And if you have need this morning, you come forward and you, you deal with, you do business with God as you see fit. Let's pray. Father, we thank You, God, for Your Word. We thank You for the, the, the psalm and chapter number 23 that You have gave to us. God, that we may know You, that we may see that You are the Good Shepherd in our lives. And Father, I'm so thankful today uh, that, that You allowed us not only to, to be saved by You, but God, also to know You to have access to come and to have a fellowship with You. Lord, and with that fellowship and with Your presence, we can have peace in our troubled times in our life. Father, I ask You now to bless the invitation, God, and bless the rest of the remainder of the service. In Jesus' name, Amen. Is there any that need to come forward? Finding peace in our valley. When one's in a valley, what do they want? They want to know everything's going to be alright. There's only one that can promise everything's going to be alright. I'm so glad today that I know Him. I think that's sufficient. I'm going to turn the service back over to the dear brother here. Thank you for that message. Bradley, appreciate that challenge. Personal shepherd, providing shepherd, persistent shepherd. But the one that stuck with me is a present shepherd. Present shepherd. No matter where you are right now, no matter where I am right now, he is a a present shepherd. Protecting shepherd, promising shepherd, perpetual shepherd. Thank you for that challenge. Appreciate that. Uh, In a way of announcements, I'll be quick. The way of announcements this morning. Uh, remember our revival, October 11th through the 14th, with evangelist Taylor Gillespie. Uh, make plans to join us uh, morning and each night through Wednesday at 7 p.m. That's October 11th through October 14th. Evangelist Taylor Gillespie and family. Everybody, all hearts are satisfied this morning. I'm going to ask uh, Brother Goff, you and your family, you'd like to go to the back? And uh, we'll bump elbows as we go out or whatever we do now. Uh, And we'll have our final song. To God be the glory. One verse and a chorus and we'll be dismissed. Yes, what did I learn?
Oh, I'm sorry. Um, meeting, small meeting, right, right after church for the ladies that are going to Clater Lake. Immediately, right down here in the front, just after the service, after we sing. Any other, anything else I missed? dismissed. Stood outside of heaven with God.